0: evil beast has found us. Our time is finally at hand. Now the darkness shall have dominion. The solar system is mine. Behold Queen Beryl and despair. Go, my dark minions. Bring me the jewels of power.
1: We must stop them.
0: Princesses! To your Sky Flyers!
2: Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three sailor scouts, right, They're sky flyers, and talk about anime. Kind of. See, a sky
3: flyer is just like one of those uh, wind sail thingies, but through the <laughs>
2: through space. Yes. Unless it's a wheelchair. Oh, there goes one of his nine lives. <laughs> it's Bill.
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm using those things up, aren't I?
2: You really are. Yeah. Behold, super fan
1: Matt. And Despair. Who's Despair? Uh, she only had a short cameo in Sandman. Yeah, I was like uh, same one was the Endless. Oh. She was there, but just like for a few scenes. Okay.
2: And I'm heading into the vortex and beyond Oblivion. My name is Andy. That doesn't sound safe.
3: No, it really isn't. That was a good line, though. I, I like that line a lot. A little to infinity and beyond, but... Uh,
2: <laughs> well, you know, still.
1: <laughs> and, and he's Buzz Lightyear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, we are here for a very exciting episode. I am on Cloud Nine right now because you got
1: there on your Skyflyer.
2: I got there on my Skyflyer, and some <laughs> crazy shit has just been unearthed.
1: Mm.
2: I'm talking about the American pilot for the sailor moon cartoon slash live action that was proposed and shot down. <laughs> when they were trying to figure out whether they should bring the anime Sailor Moon over to America as a dub or whether they should redo it and get that sweet, sweet, sweet Power Rangers money. (laughs) 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 This is some huge news. Uh, The pilot, which has been only rumored to exist still for almost three decades, has come to light. And I will go through some of the story of that during this episode, and then we are going to talk about this ten almost eleven minute pilot and then this like two and a half minute
1: music video. Yeah. We watched it uh before we started and that's the question I got was is this just a music video or are they ever getting to the show at some point soon?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so before we jump into all this though, I want to start with a brand new segment to the show.
1: Ooh, new segment time. New
2: segment time. It might be the only time
1: New segment time is the new segment. Yes. So, uh, new segment time. Yes. All, All right. Let's
2: build on this human <laughs> <centipede>. <laughs> new segment time. Hey, uh, so this is a, is a segment I'd like to call What Does Matt Know About Sailor Moon? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably got limited shelf life. Yeah, so <laughs>
2: this, is, this is, we're going to try it out. I know, it I know that one character, and you know why I know that. I probably know that one character. Those three characters? Oh, right. Them too. Uh, Matt, I want you to tell, the fans what you know about sailor moon exhaust us with your knowledge because you are probably the least knowledgeable about sailor moon amongst the three of us, which okay. is weird because bill usually is the least knowledgeable <laughs> at anything yes. anime. Oh,
3: sailor moon is a shoujo manga created by someone whose name I can't remember at the moment, though I have seen multiple articles on why she created the the whole thing. It was fast tracked to an anime series of the shoujo magical girl genre became uh, hugely influential was thoroughly butchered by a couple of american companies (laughs) before they finally got it right about 20 years after
2: the fact i mean butchered or or beloved
1: (laughs) butcher loved (laughs) i mean sure Hot dogs aren't exactly honoring the meat, but they're still pretty tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, perhaps it wasn't... It was altered
3: somewhat. Yes. That is putting it lightly, but yes. (laughs) And took a while for it to reach American audiences in an uncut form. Absolutely. And there are many movies and shows.
2: Many shows (laughs) and movies. Anything else? Anything else for your vast knowledge of Sailor Moon, Matt?
3: That's that's about about it, I think.
2: Uh so I'll fill in some gaps. I'm not gonna give you the exhaustive history of Sailor Moon here, but a few other things. Actually, it was really good, Matt. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You know some stuff. Uh it was created by Naoko Takeuchi. Naoko is the Takeuchi. name that you could not uh kind of gather and bring together. Uh it did indeed start as a manga. Actually started uh the the world of Sailor Moon began in Name Sailor V. Ah. Which was the anime? There the manga that came out before Sailor Moon. The Sailor Moon manga started December of 1991, ran until February of 1997. The anime started pretty quickly after the manga, uh, March of 1992, and also ran until February of 1997. So the same year and month, the end of the manga and the TV show. Ah, there are a total of three. Original movies: uh, one for Sailor Moon R, Sailor Moon S, and Sailor Moon Super S. One of which is really good; the other two are just okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Sailor Moon R movie is probably probably one of my favorite anime movies of all time. It's
1: very well done. You're gonna have to give me a a teaser here. What which one was R? I don't remember which one's which.
2: R was the one um, that Darian's gay space plant boyfriend. Yeah. Shows up. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's um, all I need. Who I'm pretty sure was one of the aliens from the Doom Tree. Yep. He w- he got overtaken by the Cassinian Blossom, and then it caused him to like get all angry, and then try to kill Sailor Moon for stealing his boyfriend.
1: All you had to say was "gay plant." I would have been fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> gay plant, it is. Okay. Yep. Gay plant one. Um, S <laughs> a- S was the one that Luna became a human. Yep. Against like the that. weird Snow Witch. <laughs>
1: Yep. I don't think that was a bad one.
2: That one was bad. That was, I was, that was probably the second best. And then Super S was like the weird Pied Piper candy lady.
1: Maybe I didn't see that one.
2: With the black dream hole.
1: <laughs> I would have definitely remembered that. <laughs>
3: Maybe I didn't yeah. see that one. You know, I, I, there, there is other stuff I know about Sailor Moon, but I was cutting, you know, for time and whatnot. That's eh. fine. I knew, you knew all this. You knew all
2: of it, Matt. I know. I know. It's fair. It's fine. We got 10-minute trailer to talk about. It, it won't take yeah, yeah. too long to get the blow through. It came back as Sailor Moon Crystal, uh, a brand new series, of course. Uh, that ran from July 2014 to June 2016. There are movies within that series as well. The Eternal movie, part one and part two, which is on Netflix, I do believe. And then there's a new one um, coming out in 2023, which will be called Sailor Moon Cosmos, which will also be two parts. Oh. There are plenty of other things to say, I suppose, but I'm going to try to keep it short for time as well. Uh, it was butchered by uh, by Deke and Cloverway in America, although I have a fondness for the original dub, despite the butchering and removing of same-sex relationships, the cutting of gratuitous
1: violence, changing
2: things to, like, jelly donuts and
1: stuff. The, <laughs> the At least, like, the attempted gay erasure in there. If anything made the gay relationships in it more iconic. Oh,
2: will you watch like the Cloverway version of Sailor Uranus and Neptune? My favorite is always and I'll always like when I talk about how bad it was and they try to get rid of the gay the gay cousins or whatever, uh, is like this there's a scene where and I think I've mentioned it maybe on the show one other time, it's my favorite Sailor Moon Cloverway horrible dubbing thing. Where like they're sitting together, like really romantically, and there's this like series of like hand stills where their hands are like caressing each other in like in like a very sensual way. For like <laughs> and it don't they don't cut it out. And it goes on for like thirty seconds, and then it cuts back to them like sitting se- like sensually next to each other, and the uh sailor Uranus just goes, sup <laughs> <laughs> this is just, just like the most bro sup and i'm just like no that was you you can't just have this like queer sensual moment and have him go what's up ever <laughs> <heard laughs> go i should say
3: yeah also might have maybe they are trying to curtail any uranus jokes
2: that's what well, they didn't say uranus it was never <laughs> uranus it was always uranus <laughs> sailor uranus sailor neptune Well, Uran <laughs> jokes then yeah the show, the show was start and stop. Obviously, um, we talk. I want to talk a little bit about its influence on the West. Uh, its original being brought to the West as its dub uh, lasted about partway through season two. It was uh, kind of notorious for being like on a cliffhanger episode where they just kind of stopped,
0: oh. and,
2: and like you wanted to know what happened next. You never got the end of uh, what was going on with Rubius and and Wise Man and that whole storyline. It got canceled initially because it was put on bad time slots. It was always like in the morning, on American TV, like when kids are like going to school or in school. Did come back obviously as part of a huge online campaign, called the uh, called the Save Our Sailors campaign, uh, during the early days of the internet. Uh, there were over three million Sailor Moon websites by at this time, like uh, during the the heart of this uh, era. The documentary that I'm going to talk about in a little bit uh, put into perspective, uh, like Disney had like only like four hundred thousand some like fan websites whereas Sailor Moon had like over three million fan websites out there. Mine I had one as well. I had yes. one as well. It was uh old yeah. I think it was GeoCities. <laughs> Woo
3: It's good times.
0: <laughs>
3: Are you sure it's not still there? A lot of those
2: GeoCities sites can still be found. I may have to go through the Wayback Machine, see if I can find it. Oh no. I don't know if I know the address though. So part, as part of this, this campaign, they got thousands and thousands of signatures and uh, eventually was brought back to America in 1997, very famously became a part of Toonami, obviously still faced heavy censorship leading up to not never getting the fifth and final season, which was Sailor Stars, which Matt alluded to a little bit, uh, including the, the the three Sailor Stars who uh, were biologically male, but when they transformed, turned into female Sailor, uh, sailor Scouts. Is that actually how it went? That's how it
1: went. Yes. Yep. Their souls were female, yes, and so when they but they were reborn in male bodies, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's slightly different, yeah, yeah,
2: um so but, when they
1: trans- so when they transformed, they transformed into i was uh actually uh mostly
3: thinking of fisheye,
2: oh fisheye as well, i forgot oh. fish eye uh very much uh cross dressing uh gender fluid interesting character, I love fisheye,
1: you could even kind of say that about uh Zoocyte. You could say that about zoocyte. Absolutely. Oh, it sounds
3: like it's going to make me zo annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I brought a Giver reference into your Sailor Moon crap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. During the time when they were trying to decide whether to bring over the dub, there was, in particular, a guy by the name of Rocky Solatov, who uh, was involved in a group called Toonmakers, a company called Toonmakers. He basically pitched an idea to Toei... Toei America, which a specific branch of it called Renaissance Atlantic. And he came up with this idea of what, instead of bringing the dub over and dealing with all the problematic aspects of it, what if we made an Americanized version based around the idea of Power Rangers, Power Rangers being one of the most popular, if not the most popular IPs of that time. So they said, let's just redo it, just like we did with Power Rangers. We'll keep some... some... Thank you, Bill, for <laughs> literally <laughs> the Power Ranger toy you had, dear you. The Ninja
1: Turtle Power Ranger toy. Yeah, it's, it's hello. <laughs>
2: Yes. Ah. So they decided they were going to give give it a go and uh, create this, this pilot for this show, uh, which was initially dubbed, a lot of people, they still call it that uh, Saban Moon. Because they believed that Saban Entertainment was
1: directly involved, even though they weren't, because ah. of Power Rangers. Okay. Yeah, we were debating that when we were watching it, because it like, it's still called Sailor Moon. I'm like, I think so, but it says Saban Moon. and <laughs> Yes.
2: Um, it actually went by the name of Project Y. That's how it was end- ended up found.
1: <laughs> Project
2: um, Y? <laughs> why? Why are we doing this? Who knows? Uh, uh. The premise, as we'll talk about, has to do with um, princess warriors turned into, you know, regular everyday teens who are trying to, like, protect the jewels of power from the evil queen, barrel. The pitch, of course, was turned down.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh-huh. And instead, Deke got rights to do the dub release for Sailor Moon. And the rest is history. We put out Inspector Gadget. We can handle this. <laughs> they can. So why is this a big deal? Why, why does anyone care at all? Right? That's probably the big question. Well, in 2012, a video hit YouTube from a convention where someone found uh, there was essentially in 2012, a storage locker was sold Uh, in it. They found concept arts, a script of the pilot, as well as a version of that music video. Yes. So at a convention, they did a closed showing of it. And on YouTube, you can find from back then a reaction video where the people in the room are watching and just dying laughing at how stupid it is. (laughs) And it's like a grainy – you can't really see the video very well because it's it's like a camera of a a, a monitor and it's like at a weird angle. And that set the internet on fire of people being like, well, if that's out there and there's like literally a script, then where's the actual pilot? And for a decade, people have been trying to figure out what happened. And one person in particular, uh, a YouTuber by the name of Ray Mona, a individual by the name of Raven Simone, yes, named after that Raven Simone, went on the trail and spent a huge amount of time doing journalistic shit to hunt down this lost pilot. And there are, I'm going to put in the show notes for this episode, this documentary. There's a two-part documentary. It's about first half is an hour and a half. The second is two hours long. It is worth the time if you are an anime fan especially if you're a Sailor Moon fan. It <laughs> was mind-blowing and fascinating, and I was laughing, and I was in awe of just the amount of work she had to go through to find this pilot.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm not going to give the whole story, but the end of the story is she found out that this Project Y exists in the Library of Congress. I noticed that. And she had she went through some hoops when she once she finally got to that point of realizing it was there, and she got literally the person who signed off on it, the creator of this like big company that like this this pitch was 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 sent to and sold to, and then he turned it down or whatever, got him to sign off on her getting access to it this like eighty year old man uh-huh. uh and she got the rights to show and and produce her put this on as part of a documentary and up on her youtube channel and here we are, very cool, Frank Ward by the name was the guy this is three decades in the making of trying to unearth and, and, and figure out what this is. Uh, and it is here. It is here. And it is, uh, just, just in this month, August. Uh, it, it is, uh, available for you to see. And like I said, I'll put the link in the show notes. So that's,
1: that's a short version. I don't know. Yes. It's probably worth the 10 minutes to, uh, to watch.
2: Yeah. Bill, as our yes. other person here on this podcast that, uh, has some very fond memories and connections to Sailor Moon. What are your, what
1: are your thoughts of this whole crazy ass story? The story and the work is phenomenal. The fact that the thing exists in the first place is batshit. Absolutely. But yes, I'm, I'm very thankful that somebody put the time and the effort and the love and the work into making this happen. I absolutely agree.
2: Matt, any, any thoughts before we talk about this music video and episode? (laughs) (laughs)
3: even though i have very little personal investment in the franchise i can absolutely say that that it's amazing they went through so much and actually succeeded in this endeavor and i'm super happy for all the fans like andy who are just (laughs) overjoyed at this revelation
2: i i was straight straight to the moon pun intended (laughs) All right, well, let's talk about this music video. Let's start there. Before we get into the actual episode, the pilot, I want to talk about this yeah. music video. The The introduction set to the song, the theme song, which is is partly, I guess, a music video, but also just like, I guess, the intro potentially for the show. I don't really yeah, know. I,
1: I thought it was the opening credits to the show. Or like
2: or like a teaser,
1: maybe? Maybe like a promotional teaser? This is the first time I've ever watched it, I think. Are they, are not watched it, first time I ever noticed this. <laughs> are they walking? I think they might be, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that gif I sent.
2: Look, I'm looking at the gif. Hang on. Let me let me open up. Let me open up the Fache book.
1: I'm pretty sure they were crib walking.
2: Oh, they were absolutely 100%. <laughs>
3: Holy hold on. shit. I, hold on. I got to I got to play the song while watching him.
0: <laughs> Please do. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs>
1: that works pretty well. <laughs> Oh my god, it works so good.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god, it goes so well together.
2: Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm going to make that oh later. My god. All right. Yeah, make that later. I'm going to make oh that later. God. All right. Share it with everyone. Holy oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, I'm going to let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about this, this this intro video that now is ruined for me because Snoop Dogg's crip and dancing is going to, is going to be in my head every time I hear the tune. (laughs) It's what I do. (laughs) So there were two things released so far from this find from the Library of Congress. One of which is the pilot, which is about 10 and a half minutes long. Uh, and then we have a two and a half minute music video slash intro. What have you uh, for the show? It uses a lot of the same footage from the actual uh, uh, pilot. I have the lyrics. <laughs> oh no! And I would like to do a dramatic reading <laughs> of the lyrics. All right, All right I'm bring Snoop Dogg back up. Uh, bring Snoop Dogg back up. <laughs> so I'm going to read this poetry style, uh, so we can analyze briefly some of these lyrics, decide whether it's better or worse than the Deeks. Sailor Moon, fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight's theme. Uh, so this, the song goes like this. Who looks like an angel flying highler, higher than a bird. Sailor. Sailor Moon. It makes sense, right? I mean, kind of. She gets wings later on in the series, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, kind of angelic. And, she. and yeah. angels definitely should fly higher than birds.
1: I, <laughs> space, space is higher than birds. Space is
2: higher than birds. Yeah. Or lower Space is weird Because it could be Lower than birds
1: You gotta measure birds From the center of the earth
2: Everybody knows that Okay that's Okay
1: (laughs) I'm sorry Okay (laughs) Alright
2: Second Second stanza She's got a life In the sky And another Here on earth Sailor Sailor moon (laughs) Also Accurate I guess (laughs) I like the line She's got a life In the sky In the sky (laughs) Like just Just in the She just
1: chills In the sky I mean, not Earth. I guess. (laughs) That's where the planets are. I guess. (laughs) Third stanza. Her talking
2: cat Luna gives her advice. Princess fighters, stand by your side. Sailor, Sailor Moon, Sailor, Sailor Moon.
1: That cat doesn't talk. It's telepathic. (laughs)
2: It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: I wonder if it
3: it had gone on, you think they would have pioneered the uh, animatronics they used in Sabrina the Teenage
2: Witch for Salem? Uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon uses a cat puppet for Luna. Oh. There's also, in the scene in the episode we're gonna get to, where she turns off the music from the cassette player, there's <laughs> yes. just, like, a broomstick with fur on it that just pops down. <laughs>
1: also, I don't like Luna being a white cat.
2: Yes, so they decided to, like, change, like, the color of the fur, which is weird.
1: Black cats matter. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? <laughs> that's the setup. All right. Too much. Um,
3: They're bad fortune in America at the time. They are
1: not. At that's, the time. Oh, man. I know, but big that's con- what's... Big consideration. All joking aside, it does sort of speak to a, a problem there where it's like, oh, black cats, black dogs are misfortune. We shouldn't... Like, this could have been an opportunity to have a cute one on TV. That's <laughs> true. Would have changed people's minds. Like Salem did. <laughs> I
2: have... I have a, a small bit of trivia, a trivia. The son for the documentary, which again, the documentary is worth watching. But, uh, dur- she actually, um, found or got, got ahead of like a talk or an interview with two of the people involved in the show, um, running it and, uh, or the pilot at least, the film of the pilot. And they were like, Oh yeah, that cat, like we had that thing drugged up. So, so it was so so, so it would just like like chill and not like just be a cat and try to run away for like the entire like week that we were
1: running that thing. So that tells me they didn't bother to get a professional, like trained cat. No, 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 definitely not. It sounds like they just gave
2: that cat a lot of Xanax.
1: <laughs> not for something they spent a hundred bucks on no total. We need a, to go to the <laughs> shelter. We need a black cat. Uh, we have an all white cat close
2: enough we'll go we'll do it <laughs>
1: is we'll it a fancy it. looking
2: cat yes it's very fancy looking we'll take it and some of and some of my are pan <laughs> <laughs> next stanza sometimes she's a fun-loving 16 year old girl sailor sailor moon other times she's a superhero for the world sailor sailor moon <laughs> not mutually exclusive yeah and it's technically accurate also technically accurate i agree She can get dressed up and look so sweet, then morph into a force that can't be beat. Sailor, Sailor Moon, Sailor,
1: Sailor Moon. Gotta love the use of the word morph.
2: Oh, that was 100% intentional. (laughs) Morph! No! (laughs) No, Wrong wrong 90s nostalgia there. Oh, whoops. Are we doing an X-Men thing now? (laughs) Yeah, that was X-Men, I assume. Okay.
1: Okay, (laughs)
3: that was my impression of '90s X
2: Men Wolverine.
1: Of
3: Wolverine,
2: (laughs) what? While while touching the picture of Jean and Scott, she's ready to fight for all that she believes. Sailor, Sailor Moon. She's gonna stop evil forces and save the galaxy. Sailor, Sailor Moon. Spoiler. (laughs) Just the galaxy. Why not the universe? Have some goals. Nope this this is this is low level right here. First season. Uh, she and her four princess fighter friends are gonna crush crime, time and again. Sailor, Sailor Moon, Sailor, Sailor. I don't,
1: Moon. I don't remember them ever like stopping a mugging. Yeah, yeah that, that,
3: <laughs>
2: that's,
3: that's, that's that's a little late '70s Spider-Man. Yeah, that was
2: that was that was codenamed Sailor V. That was what Sailor Sailor V did before yeah. she became. She joined the Sailor Scouts, but not
1: not this version. Not this.
2: Not this version. It's like <laughs> give me all your money. Uh, sailor <laughs> <laughs> if you, I don't want to like give a break, a full breakdown of this music video because a lot of it's going to come up in the, in the um, actual pilot, but I will mention a few things here. We get a good look at each of our, our main characters as uh, not only the cartoon version, but the real life version, right? The whole power Rangers thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which at some point we need to point out when they transform, mm-hmm. It's not just them transforming the whole damn world turns into a cartoon. <laughs>
2: yes. I have a theory on that, but I'll wait until we get to the pilot. I believe it's brought up earlier, but yeah, yes, we are. We are introduced to each of the, 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 the cast of the, the characters, the sailor scouts. One of the things that was, you could definitely tell that, uh, and they even talk about the documentary a little bit that like, they wanted to make sure that they got a very diverse cast that was one of the no things. They, that's one of the things they were like. They were kind of. They didn't like the idea of how Sailor Moon was set up, with just like you know, five Japanese girls. I'm like, well, it is run. It is based in Japan, and it is anime. Five Japanese
1: girls, two of which have blonde hair and blue eyes.
2: Right. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we have uh, Asian representation with Mars,
1: which makes sense. It does. Since she was the Shinto priestess. It, yes, it, I think on, of any of them that
2: makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, we have black representation with Sailor Jupiter, which I've always. Like, uh, like the current voice actress for J- Sailor Jupiter is, is a black woman. So, like, in my head, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know why.
1: I'm generally all right with that. I don't like that actress for Jupiter.
2: That actress actually is one, the only one of them that actually went on to do a, some big things. She was in Starship Troopers. Really? Yes. Yeah, she was one of the only ones to, like, actually do anything after a, after that, like, pilot. Okay. But, uh,
3: I, I, I hope someone is able to, uh, can maybe track down the young actors in this
2: thing. Watch a the documentary. They were able to track down all but one. They oh, could okay. not. They, we cool. still have no idea who Sailor Venus was, um, but they were able to find the uh, the other four scouts. All right. And she actually had, like, did an interview with the actress for Sailor Jupiter, and I said she got a lot of information from her early on. We've got a uh, disabled individual rep- uh, being represented here with Sailor Mercury. I guess Sailor Moon's supposed to be just a blonde
1: chick, and then like yeah, Sailor Venus is a brunette.
2: So you have, you know, it kind of matches the original a little bit. Ish. Well, yeah. If any... <laughs> you know, we get that like bigger, like, grander representation here. Yeah. Close enough for government work. <laughs> this was the thing that was shown at that con, was the thing that got laughed to death. And I think the part in particular is the dance number in the hallway. Mm. I could totally understand. We gotta have a montage. <laughs> montage. I like you said, I could, I could break this down more but i think i'm gonna wait the only thing i will mention is and i don't think this was in in the pilot but like there's a there's a moment where they're all reading a book called the young astronomer and they're (laughs) all like trying to like do a four or five way like arm wrestling contest i guess i have no idea what's going (laughs) on it was really strange i don't remember that i don't know any thoughts on this music video anything that stands out worth mentioning before we move to the pilot
1: not especially i mean as you said, the song is catchy, a banger, a banger, least. a fucking banger. It's it's goddamn fire. <laughs> it's catchy. Oh, yeah. They're like doing a four way arm wrestle thing. Yeah. What is that? Look. I, I don't know. I legit don't know. But every other thought I have really is, I think, in the episode. Matt, any thoughts on the music video intro? I'm trying to find this arm
3: wrestling thing you're talking about. <laughs> it's fairly early. Oh, I see it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty early.
2: I don't know what's going on, Matt. If you can tell me what's going on there, I, I don't know.
3: It's Yeah, it's arm wrestling. It's uh, I think it's a test of strength. Uh, she's the strongest one, and they're all trying to beat her, but they can't do it.
1: Oh. You know what? You got a point. Is the other three of them trying with all their might to arm wrestle her while she's reading a book. Yeah. That makes more sense. That I think that's it. I mean, not really, but... <laughs> Hey, okay, Jupiter's eyes the strongest, one, the physically strongest one. We they, know that.
2: They definitely changed the personalities of these characters. Well,
1: yeah, because Serena's a dipshit. I mean, ultimately, that's the whole point of the show.
2: Any other, any other thoughts on this before we move on? Nope. All right. Well, before we go any further, I think it's probably a good idea if we head to the break card just so you can play the music. Of course. Welcome on into The Break Hard. You know who I am. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I cannot express properly how excited I was to do this episode. This was something that, for decades, has been out there, missing uh, our understanding of it, our knowledge of its existence, and just what it could have been. And as you'll see in the second half of this episode, if you haven't watched the pilot... It is absolutely bonkers. Go check out Raymona on YouTube. Links are going to be in the description. Go watch the episode. Go watch the music video. Go watch the documentary. It's a very long documentary, but it's extremely well done. That's great journalism, and the story is fascinating. We only scratched the surface of it all, and it's worth going to check out. She is fantastic. Her work is fantastic. You, If you are a fan of anime or Sailor Moon or weird stories like this, you will not be disappointed. I'll just mention our Patreon, patreon.com slash Japanese for bonus content and bonus episodes, including Tuning In. We're going to be starting up season, God, what is it, season eight, which is Bill's season. He chose Fooly Cooly, F-L-C-L, very excited. We're going to, I haven't decided exactly how we're going to tackle that if we're just doing season one, if we're doing multiple seasons, but it may be a short season, that means that once we do finish this up, we're going to move on to Matt. He's going to get his first crack at actually choosing something for us to review. So, very excited. We have one more episode in the summer viewing program. This ended up being my summer viewing program just because I wanted them to watch it and I wanted their reactions. We've got Letter Kenny coming up from Bill. I've been watching Letter Kenny. If you've not seen that show, it's weird. It's on Hulu. You can watch a few episodes and have any idea of what we're talking about. For that one, I'm looking forward. We're going to be recording that, actually, uh, as I am recording this audio. We're recording that the same day. Very much looking forward to that. And I hope you will as well. I want to get in to talk about Saban Moon. I want to talk about this weird-ass pilot. I want to talk about everything. And we do. And I'm excited. Please let us know what you think about this. And we'll see you just a bit. we've returned from the break card
1: oh god i'm so excited anywho i, I watched snoop dog dance the whole time <laughs> beautiful
2: uh, all right are you ready this is the part that i'm so excited to talk about which is the pilot the 10 minute pilot I need, i'm gonna break it down tuning japanese style we are gonna talk about every moment of this pilot are you ready I
1: am ready. Bill you ready? I'm
2: as ready as I'm going to be. All right. Well, we begin with a with some sweeping music and a view of the solar system and a epic voiceover, which is kind of similar I think to the first episode of Sailor Moon. I think I remember there being like a voiceover that kind of told the initial parts of the story, and that voiceover is Luna, I believe. I believe so. I'm getting
3: a big Star Trek The Next Generation vibe, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, it is it's it is like 90s sci-fi. So this is taking place in another place and time. Well, the yeah, the, the initial events took place. Yes. Uh, Queen Beryl has captured the outer planets and seized their jewels of power. Okay. If she defeats the Princess Warriors, she can get the rest of the jewels. Queen Serenity has made an alliance with all the other planets... And has decided to cap that off with the betrothal of Sailor Moon to Prince Damien of the Earth. Is it Damien or is it Darien? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Darien.
1: Prince Darien. It is Darien. Also, Darien is betrothed to her daughter, Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I know. Her name is Sailor Moon. (laughs) Which is wild. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine that Like just being like, what do you want to name her? Let's name her... Sailor
1: Moon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait till the epidural wears off of it. Like, I don't know
2: what her da- her her dad did? Like, look, looked around the room, like, uh, there's like a picture of a boat, Sailor. <laughs> and looked down. We're on the moon, uh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> yep. So there's a huge celebration, and by huge celebration,
1: I mean there's like maybe three other people in the scene <laughs> that aren't the Sailor Scouts. Yeah.
3: Very deserted.
1: It's on the moon, so that's a pretty good illustration <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> we get a pan shot of each of the scouts, and here
2: is how I would describe each of them. Our first view: <laughs> first of all, we get dead-eyed Sailor Moon.
1: <laughs> she is too, <laughs> she and Derpy like her... <laughs> She just doesn't blink. She's There's Derpy, dead-eyed, so much forehead. <laughs> like... Blinks.
2: Then we get, then we get Asian lesbian Sailor Mars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that tracks. Uh who has I don't like her hair at all. It's very really bad. High as
1: hell, redheaded Sailor Mercury. Like, don't hush my buzz, okay? <laughs> She's a ginger and in a wheelchair, so I mean <laughs> like God. What? You smoke weed too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then we get that one bitchy girl from high school that we never liked, uh Sailor Venus. Yep. And then we get the token black character in uh Sailor Jupiter. Yep, and those are our scouts. We we just kind of pan across all of them. Here, look at this for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get our marriage proposal ceremony thing. Um, they've waited. He gives, he gives her an engagement star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gives her a fucking star pendant. That he puts around her neck that we never see around her neck for the rest of the episode. By the way, uh, I, I'm
3: I'm just I got the animation hiccup there on repeat, pretty much. <laughs> And and
1: why did they bother having her, like, pull her hair out of the... Because that's what you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she has to do it later. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> she, when she gets, like, the, the star pendant thing, she doesn't do it. She doesn't have the Odongos, does she? No, she doesn't. That's sad. The the, the hair bun things. I know what you meant. Matt looked uh, confused. Oh.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the Odongos. That. I was thinking of Dodongo from Zelda. That's, uh, that's like fair. That. D- different
2: thing. Different thing. I was thinking of dick dingers. <laughs> They've waited, so, by the way, forever for this day. Which, forever and ever. Which means that something bad's gonna happen, by the way. Of course. He dramatically drops his rose because of a chilling breeze on the moon. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing but, but. But that was caused by barrel ship. To which Jupiter says, The evil beast has found us.
0: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bar- <laughs>
3: Coming in on this Masters of the Universe looking thing.
2: That's what I wrote. I wrote Barrel Barrel rolls in all Skeletor on top of the ship. <laughs> she's got branding. <laughs> she really does. She so does. She says, "Behold, Queen Beryl and Despair."
1: Fly my fly my magic beneath. <laughs> and then, and then she's, the got ship... blue,
3: she's got blue skin and pointed ears. She's a she's an ob. Oh God, I hate the ob. I don't know what an op is. Those are the aliens from the Crest of the Stars anime.
2: <laughs> don't know what that even is. So over Bill's head, way over Bill's head. It's on a, it's on a sky glider, way over Bill's head. <laughs> um. So then her ship opens its mouth, its jaw just drops, and out come a bunch of stormtroopers, and then bad guys from the Silver Crystal arc, like the seven Sil- or the seven uh, Rainbow
1: Crystal arc.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is this a real so you thing? had like
1: so so featured yeah. here. That was the Sailor Moon plotline was the silver crystal art. Yeah, yeah.
2: The, There's like the um, like the the seven rainbow crystals. Rainbow I'm, crystals I'm looking at the crystals.
3: I'm looking at the one that's totally uh, Japanese oni with the red face and the horns. And
2: that is Gigi, which okay. in the anime that was Ray's
1: grandfather, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh.
2: Which is why <laughs> Sailor Sailor Mars canonically is part demon. Oh. Because her grandfather had this like
1: demon soul in him. And I, I'm convinced she's part demon, which is why she has her Shinto powers. Yeah, they had... uh, they had, There's a, these seven rainbow crystals that were thrown to Earth when the Sailor Scout's souls were, too. And they invented mm-hmm. people and yeah. made them evil people. You have a question, Matt? No, that's my interest climbing. <laughs> oh!
2: It's very good. It's a very good... I thought maybe mark. it was
1: your bullshit meter. <laughs> <until they go. laughs>
2: yeah, so that's Gigi. Uh, we also get a, a shot of the Catman, which is uh Bakene which is from one of the most notorious episodes of Sailor Moon from that uh, that first season. The white cat, the white big fat cat, Rhett Butler, <laughs> <laughs> who even in the Japanese version was named after Rhett Butler, Uh-oh. who fell in love with Luna and then became like, and then threw a fishbone once like t- uh, Tuxedo Mask to save her. Oh, uh, yeah. And you always saw his cat butt, his anus. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes. That's the same one where Zoocyte was trying to catch him for the Rainbow Crystal and kept getting, like, just, just completely made a fool of trying to catch this cat. And at one point was through the sewers and then came out of the sewers covered in rats. Uh, okay. What's the character's <laughs> name again? Uh, Well, Rhett Butler was the name of the cat. The cat uh, creature was Bakine B-A-K-E-N-E. Oh, okay, okay. Short for Bakkineko Monster Cat. There you go. Yeah. That would be it. They're just, like, attacked, and then, like, the three other people at the wedding, like, get shot at, and they run away. Yeah. Darian jumps into action. He starts kicking ass.
1: Yeah. With a flagpole. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he does. He hits the cat with a flagpole at the in the scene. And she's, like, immediately, like, we need our sky gliders. Let's get on our surfboards to hit these monsters. Princesses we... to your sky flyers. It's like, walk down four steps, lady. <laughs>
2: And they just proceed to run into them
3: with their...
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
2: don't even use their abilities. They just literally swat at them. Fucking bumper cars. By the way, the cat has a rifle and uh, gets swatted at by Darian with a flagpole before like, we get this dramatic shot of him like, looking down the side of the gun. Gonna uh-huh. shoot Darian. Sailor Moon tells Darian to go save the Moon people by getting into the kingdom's galleon ship. And then she goes to visit her mom who uh, is wearing this, like, really weird, frilly... It's very much a Star Wars outfit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like that a Star hat. Wars princess outfit. Yeah, it's got the sheer things hanging off it, but also, oh, like, Matt, the big Matt hat. Matt could probably
1: speak to it better than me, because I, I don't know. I just that's, That was what I tripped was, like, Star Wars. Yeah. Person. yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars going on in this, honestly. I can see Padme
3: wearing that. She gives Sailor Moon <laughs>
2: uh, the jewels and a compact on a string... That when she puts it on, she already had on. Yep, and it goes and it goes right through her hair. She doesn't take her hair. Yeah, on that and then the next shot, the string's not there anymore, nor is the second compact. Yep, and then the next shot,
1: the string and the second compact are back again. Also, as her mom is doing this, she's just looking at the cat. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> she's like, "This is very important, fate of the universe." And this these th- magical crystals, you have to. And she's like, "Ooh, kitty." <laughs> she's like. This smug fucking cat, too, is just like,
2: meow.
1: <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, Mom. I was looking at the cat. I was listening. Like, this cat's in heat just rubbing up against her leg. Uh.
2: <laughs> so then Sailor Moon just takes off on her sky flyer. And Luna jumps on the skateboard, their surfboard thing, and almost falls off. So then Venus and uh, falls off her sky flyer when the ship blasts at him uh sail moon like flies down and catch her she looks not worried at all <laughs> just falls. she
1: falls off in space <laughs> so yep. she
2: falls down <laughs> i didn't even think of that in the light but
3: still there gravity of the moon
2: <laughs> perhaps just falls very slowly <laughs> oh no barrel ship blows up the galleon Killing the Moon Kingdom's people that we never saw go- come aboard. Oh,
1: and, no! Whatever will happen t- to her once you love! And she doesn't react at all, but some tears are drawn into oh, her eyes. it is the worst fucking voice acting. <laughs> She's like, no! This is the worst acting I've ever seen. They, I feel like they spent time finding the worst actors they could. It was, it's bad. Was this like a producer's thing where they thought they could like have a tax write-off by losing money on this or something? Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> it's very well
2: possible. It's bad. It's bad. In the documentary, they were talking about when they were doing the uh, casting for the girls. Mm-hmm. That like it went on for days, and like there were lines around blocks. This was a this was a big deal, apparently. Huh.
1: They thought it was a big deal. They
2: thought it was a big deal. They it had really the potential
1: to did. grow into a huge deal.
2: It could have been honestly. It, I we'll, we'll we'll get to that question by the at the end. That's the question I want to ask. Is like what do you think it would have been? Our world would have been like, an anime would have been like had this, but like, we'll save that. I want to save that question. So the scouts escape into the vortex and beyond oblivion.
1: Got to escape somewhere.
2: And the vortex takes got to escape somewhere. The vortex takes them to our world. And now they're
1: live action people. Yeah. They leave the moon via vortex (laughs) for earth. (laughs) (laughs) A different
2: earth. I think. I my mean, they theory, say Earth's Moon. My theory is this, this is a different reality. Okay. Yes, that's, yes. Because there's a shot later on where they, when they tra- transform, we get a glimpse of, like, the, the vortex again before they're at Jupiter. So, like, I feel like they can pass back and forth between, like, one reality and the other. Yeah. Okay. We cut to the real world. She's holding Luna, this drugged up cat, and she's looking up at the sky. And she's just like, man, home is so far away. And uh, that's when Sailor Venus enters and is like, hey, you ready for this uh, big shindig? I need your makeup, Victoria. Vicky. <laughs> Trivia time. Before Deke, it, when Deke first got and they were kind of like setting up the uh, the initial sort of pilots on their end for the dub, they had named each of the scouts a different name initially. Okay. So the original names are Sailor Moon instead of Serena was Victoria. Okay. Ami Mizuno became Amy, but was gonna be Blue. (laughs) Blue. Okay. Ray Hino, which became Ray Hino, uh, Uh was gonna be Dana. Dana. (laughs) Dana. Okay. Makoto Kino, uh, which became, uh, Lita. Which became Lita, uh, was Sarah. And Minako, which became Mina, uh, was gonna be Carrie. Okay. Uh-huh. So, Victoria, Blue, Dana, Sarah, and Carrie. were like, I, I'm i going to guess we're going to be the names of these other girls, which we never get in this
1: pilot. Yeah, we can assume uh-huh. that. Yeah. Except Blue, because what's Blue about her?
2: That's true. I have no idea.
1: Her sense of humor. Ha ha. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Santa Mercury's like, the aristocrats! <laughs> oh my god.
2: So, they're getting ready for the big dance. By the way, I feel like... They're in some sort of boarding school.
3: Yeah, huh? yeah, or private school of some sort, all-girls school, perhaps.
2: Still
1: finding each other and having it be a thing, and now we just fucking live together. Fuck yeah. You. Why not? So this is where we get
2: the montage. The music, the, the song plays again. Well, first we get Luna in her, what I, it was, not quite British voice, but is kind of like an older woman's voice, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says, there goes one of my nine lives, As Serena's like, yeah, you just, <laughs> just
1: drops the cat. Also,
3: <laughs> I forgot about the dance.
1: Okay, bad cat handling on her part. because like you said; she just bloop. But over dramatic for a cat. It fell five feet. It, it was like I wasn't. I had no idea what warranted the "one of my nine lives" comment. It's just terrible writing. That was probably just the actress being a bitch in voiceover later after watching the footage. Probably
2: true. Probably true. <laughs> It's like, I wasted my time on this bullshit. <laughs> so the girls rush around and prepare for the big dance. They're throwing clothes around. They're scrubbing their faces. Uh, Mars at one point says, uh, sorry, Dana at some point says, Should I be smashing white and holds up a Giants jersey? Or sophisticated in black and holds up a Orlando Magic jersey? And then Mercury says, What happened to pretty in pink? <laughs> She's mm-hmm. the athletic one. She's the sporty gay. Yeah, she's the sporty yeah. lesbian. We get our bedroom dance number, which at one point there are multiples of them all dancing at the same time.
1: At one point, you see Sailor Mercury spinning around with her with her arms in the air. Yes, yes. How? <laughs>
2: okay, How? How? That's, that's fair.
1: Her. Did she just like build up a bunch of speed first and then woo? I, I, that...
3: I want to point out that there is a wily e. coyote plush. <laughs>
2: pretty sure i did not catch that i am here for it we get more great dialogue when jupiter says statistically speaking i'm going to find the cutest guy at the dance and venus says uh no you won't and jupiter says and why not and she says because he'll be dancing with me and uh while she powders her face with a loofah by the way
1: <laughs> that is a also, shower loofah she is just also since when is jupiter the one running stats
3: that's very it strange. Is. <laughs> it's very strange. It's exfoliating. <laughs> did they sneak in a little nod to the gay relationship there? Maybe.
2: I mean, they're not the right scouts, but maybe.
1: Well, if they did, you s- you say that. But there was a little bit of attraction between Ray and and Serena. She's like, oh, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, or like. I feel funny around her. Or something. Sailor
2: B- Sailor Business uh, has this running theory that I that I Sailor Business, the podcast that that helped, like, yeah. made me want to do this podcast. Yeah, they had a running theory that Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mercury are dating the entire anime.
1: Jupiter or Mercury, okay, yes,
2: that's the theory. Although that I never I never clocked. It's you know it's it's not textual; it's all subtext.
1: But, but I was uh, always kind of under the impression that Ray and Serena kind of were attracted to each other. I think
2: other there's way. well they, they they all like talk about how beautiful like each other are and whatnot too. So like you're right. There's like there's definitely like some of that aspect.
1: But beyond of like the supportive girl. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of lesbian Mars, uh during the hat montage, she is wearing an LA Dodgers helmet.
0: <laughs>
2: sporting that, literally sporting that. She's the sporty spice. My absolute favorite part from the live action and the most closest thing they've done to any of the Sailor Scouts is Sailor Venus saying, I have
1: absolutely nothing to wear while standing in front of a closet full of clothes. But I mean, everybody in the West knows that Venus is like like the goddess of beauty and love. So Mm, yeah, her being the the girly one. Makes sense. Like, that that's not surprising they added that. And before that, you can really tell that this is the Blossom era of
3: TV
2: with all the hats stitched trying <laughs> No on. kidding, right? There's a lot of hats going on. Uh, we get the hallway dance from the music video, which is just fucking wild. That's where the spin comes in. That's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> um, and this is where the broom handle covered in white fur turns off
1: the cassette player. Enough <laughs> of that crap. The hallway way I is also sort where of they're crib walking. You can see their feet going back yeah, and forth. Yeah, their feet, their feet still in the cool dance. Uh huh.
2: Uh, cool dance? Huh? The cool dance. Yeah, in quotes. In quotes. This is when Luna says, hey, the planet Jupiter is under attack. Well, <laughs> oh, who cares about that gassy bitch?
0: <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell.
2: Um, it's transformation time, guys. Yep. <laughs> At least they included that, eh? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so the compact You have been watching Letter Kitty. <laughs> the the compact, um is just no. like literally literally oh, a toy prototype.
3: I have yes. To, let me set... I have to set this straight. <laughs> <laughs> the A that I... Is totally an influence of Fraggle Rock when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which was a Canadian-made show. And Gobo Fraggle always said A, so I... Adapted. this is true <laughs>
2: uh i want to watch fraggles anyway um so they they put the little cheap plastic gem in the cheap plastic
1: compact welcome to fraggle talk <laughs> <laughs> the podcast are three dudes say what andy you want to Fraggle start talk out, you, is so andy,
3: good
2: andy you want to do that with me sometime tm 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 yes fraggle talk <laughs> no one steal that that's really good bill <laughs> i
1: know um
2: so they transform, and I will tell you, despite how low-budget it is, it's not
1: terrible. No. Okay, you're right. I feel like most of their budget went into this. Apparently, the transition point between being live-action and cartoon is to be bad CGI. Because yes. <laughs> they, yeah. they have a CGI Perfectly montage. good CGI
2: for the time. It isn't bad for the time, no. It's not.
1: I like how they reserve...
3: The, that, the big budget CGI animation for Sailor Moon
1: and give the others just this A weird, pan. pan. Like, a, like a weird like a wipe. A wipe, yeah. A silhouette of their element in color. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So we this is where we get the flash of the vortex briefly, and we are traveled back. But my question is, why didn't Beryl just go through the vortex?
1: Plot reasons. If the real thing is to keep her away from the jewels... Throw them through the vortex and then just shut it. <laughs> yeah. Just real quick, who has your
3: favorite pose in the bit just before that?
2: I gotta pull it back up to, like, tell you. <laughs> oh, Jupiter's got sassy face. Yeah, she does. Oh my god!
1: Mercury just winks.
2: <laughs> but it's creepy. There's that Bush lesbian stare. I really like Venus's pose. It's
1: like, I'm looking at my own ass!
2: <laughs> 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 so that's the Transformations. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Venus says as they uh, show up on Jupiter. So this is what I missed the dance for. You guys are in for it, and if I break a nail, you're really in for it. As like the stormtroopers show up and the and the yes. baddies.
0: <laughs> yep. uh,
2: we get we get our first view of the Sailor Moon attacks, including the Crescent Beam Smash, uh, minus That's the mean... shout in any of these attacks. Yes, because calling your attacks is stupid. Because,
1: yep, they probably would have thought that it's stupid. And, and who could forget Mercury's iconic
2: wheelchair lasers?
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, the first person who gets blasted by the blue beam, do they have spider legs? or?
2: It's a spider woman! Which, I don't remember that character in Samurai at all. I think that was one of the, the seven, wasn't it? Was it? I don't remember that one. But it could very well be. Mercury, speaking of her and her wheelchair blast. She says, uh, "Why don't we have a party right here?" To which Mars says, "Sounds good to me, but I don't think these, but I think these guys are too out of shape to dance." And she's the original party girl. And she's the athletic one here, and she is, so she uses her uh, flame. What's the fi- Mars flame? Burning Mandala. Yeah, something like yeah, Burning Mandala. Yeah, burning uh, but mandala.
1: here it's literally just a flamethrower that she just yeah. likes.
2: Sets them all on Even her Crescent
1: Beam smash isn't really a Crescent Beam. It's just l- big laser from hands. I just want to say that
3: I am, I hate, I'm not a big fan of calling your attack, but I'm totally down for
2: dropping a pun before your attack. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be. Jupiter says, a little high voltage, boys, and then shocks them
1: Looney Tunes style where you see their skeletons. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, at least she,
1: but at least she does her pose she does except she doesn't have the cool like lightning catcher i
2: know that's a missed opportunity mercury says make way for the original party girl
1: (laughs) the original party girl because all right that's what we know about mercury she She loves loves the party party. and shoot lasers out of a wheelchair (laughs)
3: that's that's (laughs) how she had her tragic accident uh (laughs) party to hardy
1: (laughs) fucking hell i thought you were gonna say she ironically was run over by a wheelchair (laughs) <laughs>
3: no, what? no, that's silly.
0: <laughs>
2: so then there's a mud man of some sort. Um, and then Mercury gets swatted away by the mud man and they run over. <laughs> and this, like is like total, to this is where I go to hell because where like, because she falls out of her, her glider and they, and they're like, are you all right? And I really wanted her to go. I can't feel my legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: but, but
3: this is no time to joke. But she doesn't. I just, I just the casual way the monster swaps her down is just, <laughs> hilarious.
2: um Sailor Moon uses her Pat did move, laser hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do I think about Sailor Moon? I know about her laser hands.
3: You know, she learned from, she learned from one of the greatest words of all time. Space
1: ghost. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She a space ghost. So. Oh my God. He kind of looks like Moltar. Oh, it does look like it's a, yeah. It's not a lava man, but it's a mud man. I mean, it's, it's pink lava. It could be, there could be mud. It could
2: be lava. <laughs> the, the, the lava man, the mud man, whatever grabs her energy and throws it back. And then a white rose appears. And then we get really bad drawn tuxedo mask without a hat.
1: Yep. And it's a white rose for some reason. Yes. Yes. They decided to go right white roses. And then the white rose powers her up.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So like in typical tuxedo mask fashion, he doesn't do much.
1: (laughs) But in untypical tuxedo mask fashion, he did something. I guess he did something. Apparently she can't use her ultimate attack (laughs) without his white rose power. And her ultimate attack is moon tiara action. It, it resembles Moon Tiara. Okay.
2: I, I thought
3: I was just giving her the power to dance. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Now it's she a dance, dance
2: fight, out. folks. And then she w- wings her tiara, but all it does is just kind of smack I, him in the head. He just goes, doink. <laughs> <And> he falls <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> Big influence on on Xena here. Now, I know you're not the expert here, Pat. Typically... That would cut them in half and then blow them up. <laughs> That's how it is a Sailor Moon. <laughs> Just As go- opposed to <laughs> doinking <it> off the <laughs> dope like a Fisbee.
2: <laughs> donk. Donk. Oh my fucking god. Uh, <laughs> here, here, Matt, watch watch this. This is the
1: actual move.
2: Okay. So you have a point of reference.
1: Alright, watching. Which is still silly, but silly in the the right kind of anime way. Music's better. Uh-huh. Oh. That poor, unfortunate vampire.
2: (laughs) Man, I love you so much. Sailor Moon (laughs) wakes back up as Victoria. Muttering, I don't know. I just don't know. The rose, the rose, it's fading. <laughs>
3: she... Oh, damn. It was all a proof of concept dream.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I hate those. But then our Miss Haruna, which is just an old Catholic school teacher.
1: Yeah, just a random I, <laughs> I dubbed the
2: school marm. School marm is like, are you in outer space again? To which we get the button on the episode of, no, I'm right here on Earth. Cheesy smile. Which uh-huh. if I were that teacher, I'd be like, go
1: to the office. You're on drugs. Yeah. And she looks at her friend. On like, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You all go to the office.
2: I'm here on Earth, so you can rest assured that I will save the world when I must. Oh God. And then we get the closing music. And yeah. then um, the only credits we get are produced by TuneMakers Inc, Hollywood uh, Hollywood USA, and then 1994 Renaissance uh-huh. Atlantic. About a about a full minute of nothing. Yeah, where where they'd have this the placeholder for like the voice actors and whatnot. The produced the by
3: Heim Saban and Shuki Levy. No.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, after over an hour of discussion is the Sailor Moon American pilot. (laughs) Now is the time (laughs) where I ask the question, what would our current landscape be like, do you think, in your estimation, had this come to pass rather than Sailor Moon's dub coming to America?
1: I think this would be a very, very big blow. Probably to anime in general, definitely to the Sailor Moon brand. I don't understand why you would make something like this, when the original's right there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's
3: so much cheaper just to do hire voice actors I, I than know. Redo and redo it,
1: and you can put all that money for voice actors into better voice actors. I mean, it
2: was doomed from the start. I <laughs> so, I just imagine this really weird world where sure this works somehow, and we get like more Power Ranger esque shows, and I feel like. And again,
1: transform into cartoons instead of yeah splicing Japanese footage. And and I'm
2: I, I, I know that there's other anime out there, and there was other anime at the time of Sailor Moon. But at the same time, I, I really honestly just from looking at the legacy of American anime, like it, this was a huge part of this sort of like bringing anime over and making it accepted here in the West.
1: I feel like this was one of the first animes I ever watched.
2: Like it was between this Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon.
1: I watched this before Dragon Ball Z,
2: and like you, you remove Sailor Moon from the equation, and I, I just don't know if anime has as strong of a holding has as strong of a holding power in the West.
1: Anime, especially, I feel, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm the wrong person to bring this up, but I'm going to say it at least, put it out there. I feel like anime has really always pulled in outsiders, girls, mm-hmm. minority, I think minorities,
2: LGBTQ, LGBT,
1: yeah. I feel like anime has always kind of pulled those in and sailor moon pulled in two of those demographics hugely. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's huge informative. It was, it was ahead of its time. There's, there's a lot of LGBTQ plus individuals that resonate with the stories and the characters just as much as like, there's a large population of black
1: individuals who love Dragon Ball Z. Like it's, it's part of like, yeah, like, like it's just, it pulls in. Which is weird, because, like, characters like Mr. Popo are... Yeah, I know. I, not. I'm not. Yeah, right. So I don't... I. But again, I'm not the person to speak on it, but it, yeah. it always seems strange to me. Mm-hmm. I learned from uh, basketball player,
3: Zion, uh, someone or other, that 80% of the NBA is anime fans.
1: <laughs> That's fascinating. How, much, how many female anime fans are there who have no interest in, never heard of, or actively dislike Sailor Moon? Right. Probably practically none. Yeah, yeah, no for sure. Very, very small, you know, I'm sure they exist, but I bet percentage-wise they're a very small slice. I would probably agree with you. So, I mean, that's 50% of the the population that has this as their in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like this, or Cardcaptor Sakura, or, you know, like, Mm. something along those lines. Yeah, but
1: that wouldn't probably exist without this. Oh, no, it probably
2: wouldn't. It, it, it. It would not that would not have been brought over before Sailor Moon. I mean Sailor I know
1: Moon. Magical Girls weren't new when Sailor Moon came out, but yeah. it's definitely the codifier of it.
2: Yeah, like that 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 led to, you know, Ray Earth and other things too. Like it's it's yeah. definitely was the pre sort of
1: like Well, like I said, the, the codifier, you know, yeah. it didn't start it, but man, it's the one that made it. Mm-hmm. Popularized it. Yeah. Yes, popularized it. Thank you.
3: Now, if this had worked, what anime do you have the most fun imagining being done
2: this way oh man um my my brain immediately went to pokemon but i don't think they would do it i don't think i think it would be too too much work my brain immediately yeah.
1: went the evangelion
2: oh i could see evangelion well, actually any any mech type thing could be just like power rangers could be done yeah
1: it's live action until shinji gets in the robot <laughs> right <laughs> and then all the angels it's, and robots are... It's all animated. <laughs> and maybe it just came to my mind because it's one of the most racist things we watched, but... I think I'd like that more. <laughs> I mean, it'd have to be something with some sort of transformation component or, obviously, a, a scale change or... I mean, I'm, we're thinking, like, not uh, this,
3: but definitely improved upon from this. Or not, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I, wouldn't, I didn't mean, like, if this succeeded... And everything, and it all looked like
2: this, or sounded like right, this. Right, or... if it actually was succeeded as in it, they did a better job with it.
1: Fun to think of, though. I suppose it also kind of put, it put back the Americanization of other shows. A long time. I mm-hmm. mean, now we do it with British shows a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And that, that failed hard in the beginning, too. I mean, Red Dwarf USA. Yeah, it really <sighs> wasn't until The Office. Yeah, The Office is the one that, the one that worked. Nope, nope. Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. I, I forgot about I always forget there's a British version of that. You're right, but Whose Line Is It Anyway has always been a little more niche. I don't think Whose Line Is It Anyway has ever been as big as like The Office was. That's a good question. I, I like it better, but I don't think your average viewer was into these weird comedians doing improv. <laughs> like, that was definitely an a acquired taste. Fair enough. But like I have coworkers, I can't imagine ever watching something like you, Who Signs Anyway*. Who's like, oh yeah, *The Office* is like the best show on TV. You should definitely try to watch it.
3: Should I? I no,
1: I've never. I've never it, was, seen it. I, it, was, it was okay. We I never finished it. The first episode and went like, meh, this isn't for me." <laughs> it does kind of stand out as like the most generic white people sitcom in the world. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, me and my coworkers are just like this. Shut up. <laughs> You're like clerks and you know it. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts
2: on this episode before we close up?
1: Hachi machi.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> B- B- brain has performed an illegal
3: operation and we'll be. Dead.
2: <laughs> I am so happy this exists. I'm glad that we finally get to see it. Huge, huge thanks to, to, to Raymona for just an absolutely amazing amount of journalism that went into
1: hunting this down. I, I don't know that I want to say I'm happy this exists,
3: but... <laughs> I'm definitely it, uh, happy that it made Andy so
1: happy. Yes. Well, in a world that it already does exist, I'm glad it's seeing the light of day. I'm yes, glad so for the journalism. I'm glad that it... But, yeah, I'm not... Like, I could be fine in a world that didn't exist ever. But the fact that this did, I'm glad it's not hidden anymore. <laughs>
2: Highly recommend, if you have not watched the music video and the pilot to do so, uh, you can also watch the two-part uh, documentary, which is titled Finding Saban Moon, The Western World of Sailor Moon. Uh, there's a part one and a part two. I will put the links down to all that in this episode. Yeah. It's almost, I, what, four hours total? Yeah, you get like four hours of, wow. of great of great content. It is it is it is really well done.
1: I, uh, I actually just sent the link to this to our, uh, our anonymous industry contact ah. nice just just to see. she was also a sailor moon fan so i want to kind of see okay. there you go cool <laughs> all
2: right well i think it's about time we close up here um, thank you so much guys <laughs> thank you for thank you
3: it was the light m- stretching this
2: 10 and a half minute thing out to an hour and a half somehow we always manage we always <laughs> find a way uh I'm heading back into the foredeck the Vortex and Beyond Oblivion aka I need to do my lesson plans which are not ready. Uh-oh. My name is Sandy.
0: Me.
1: <laughs> and uh yeah, I think this episode's used up another one of my nine lives. <laughs> I'm Bill. Behold me and despair. Are you guys dating now or like have you met her? That's cool. I'm confused and uh, uh, mad.
2: Sandman. Go watch the Sandman on Netflix. Ah, I've only seen the first three episodes so far. You need to watch it. It's very good. I am. I am. I am. We'll see you all next
1: time. Magical girl smooches. You know what? I bet when you get to the round of seeing Desire, you're really going to pick that character. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese.
2: For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park, and Andrew Caswell.
3: I just don't know. I just don't know.
0: Vicky? Victoria? I don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) Where are you daydreaming this time, Victoria? Outer space? No, Miss Scrum. I'm right here. On Earth.